Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your retirement. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Dave Hall. I am your host. Here we are once again talking about that happiest time of your life, that period of time where you can do whatever it is you want to do because hopefully you have the time to do it, that you don't have all the responsibilities of work and early life. You can now enjoy those golden years. It's what we call retirement. Today, we're gonna be talking about a topic that many times people don't get overly excited about, but it's something that, like many of the topics we cover, that we want to cover so that if there are issues that are gonna come because of it, we can be prepared. It doesn't do us any good to bury our head in the sand and pretend that things are not happening around us. What we need to do is prepare ourselves I talk about this many times in the presentations that I give to CPAs on retirement through the various platforms that we teach. I talk a lot about going to Puerto Rico and how I was so prepared when I got there with my home and the items I had in my home in case a hurricane were to happen, hoping it would never come about, but realizing there was a high chance that it could happen at any given time. And in 2017, Hurricane Maria did come and it decimated the island. Uh, many problems. We were without water for three weeks. We were without power for 50 days. Definitely an interesting time, but because of our preparation was not near as challenging as it could have been. And we need to look at our own retirement the same way, that if we can get prepared, if we can put the tools in place, as the bad things of life happen, they don't need to have such an impact upon us. Today, we're going to be talking about recessions and a potential upcoming recession. I'm not here to tell you it's going to happen. If we look back at the first of 2023, top economists were saying we had about a 70% chance that we were going to go through a downturn. Now, as we're here in September, October, later in the year, not such a high chance, but we have to realize we've had some pretty good times that have been fueled by trillions of dollars that have been injected by the federal government. Well, that money is gone. People have spent all of that money. Now we've got a situation where people are maximizing their credit cards and their debt to pay for the lifestyle they're living with the expectation at some point, banks and other financial institutions are going to put a stop to the amount of money people can borrow. So as a result, not gonna have the available spending, gonna go into some recessionary periods. Now, as a retiree, not such a big problem compared to many of the issues that people go through during their working years. One of the biggest problems with a recession usually has to do with jobs. The fact that many times a lot of lost jobs, maybe wages go down, becomes much more difficult for you to provide for your family. Once you get into retirement, hopefully that's over with. You're not still working during those years of retirement. You're able to enjoy those years, but it does have another huge impact that oftentimes is overlooked, and it's what we call sequence of return risk, which is when the market goes down and you have to take money out of your investments. Now, when we go through recessionary periods because everything's contracting and not as much money to spend, what you're going to see is the profits inside of many of these companies going to go down. All of a sudden, you're not going to have a stock market that's going to have the rates of return that we've seen maybe over the last decade or so, especially as we look at some of the great returns that we've had there. But we're going into a period where that market could drop. Well, if you're in your working years, not such a problem. The market's gone up and down many times, and most of us are better off today than we were when we first put our money in because the markets have been able to come back higher than where it was when we put our money into the investments. But understand, once we get into retirement, that changes. A couple of things change. Number one, you're starting to take money out of those assets. So whatever you're taking out doesn't have a chance to ever build back if the market has gone down. And number two, 
you're not putting money back in. So what you have for most of you at the start of your retirement is the maximum amount you're going to have to put into your investments throughout those retirement years. And remember, it could be 10, 20, 30, maybe 40 years based upon the age that you retire and your longevity. Well, if we look at that from historical stock market rates of return, what goes on in the various indexes, the Dow Jones, the S&P 500, you may look at it and think, well, that's not such a problem. Again, the market's always going to come back up. I'll take my distribution rates. Everything's going to be fine. Problem is, folks, I've spent a lot of time studying this here of late because I've been trying to better understand the overall impact this can have on each of us and that it has had historically on retirees when we look at what's gone on in some of these markets over time and the problems they create. And the issue is, folks, it's taking quite a while. If the market turns down, when we go to periods of time, and I've looked back at the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones, if I look at any of these back since inception, each one of them have had periods of time where they hit a peak and then the market went down, and then it took years, folks. Some of these, uh, it took decades to get back to a point where you were finally at break-even. So if you had $1,000 to start with, which, again, you're not putting any money back in, the market goes down, you could be a decade before you have that $1,000 back. That becomes pretty scary in retirement because, remember, we're not putting the money back in. If you're looking at traditional planning, the market's usually down one, two, a couple of times it's been down three years, usually going to pop back up. So if you've got money coming back in, putting money in your 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, whatever the case may be, as that market's coming back up, you're adding funds, it's allowing those to grow, everything seems to work out fine. But as we look at this, folks, I'd like to talk about some statistics that are a little scary, not trying to scare anyone here, just help make sure you're making some good decisions. We go back to the S&P 500, clear back to 1928. The first down market obviously happened with the Great Depression. At that period of time, once you had hit the peak there in 1929, if you had just had X amount of money inside of the S&P 500, it would have taken you until 1959 to get back to break even. That's 30 years, folks. I don't know of a lot of retirees that could take the money they have going into retirement and wait 30 years before they could get any additional money back. That The whole time during the 30-year period of time, all you're doing is pulling money out of what you started with. It becomes very concerning. 1968 was another big downturn. In 1968, if you had had $100 there, it would have taken you till 1992 in the S&P 500. 24 years to get that money back. And the last one was 2000. If you remember, 2000, the market was down. 2001, 2002. Then the market starts coming back up. 2008, we drop again. 16 years. It wasn't until 2016 that you would have had your $100 or $1,000 or $100,000, whatever it was, back. Well, that's problematic in retirement. If we start looking at these trends, what we start realizing is if you happen to retire at the wrong time, and again, we're due for a correction. Now, understand 2022, we did have a correction, and we're not yet back to where we started. We're starting one of those trends. Could be three, four, five, 10, 20 years. Who knows? Again, and I don't know where you are in retirement. If we look at the NASDAQ, same thing. Go back to 1971. The, the first loss, the first dip happens in 1972. Wasn't until 1991 that you would have been back to break even. And the next one happened in 2000, 17 years. Took until 2017 to get back to break even. Dow Jones, looking back to 1915, first drop happened in 1916. 
went down until 1927, would have been 11 years for you to get your money back. And then we took another big drop in 1929, took until 1989 to get break even. Again, 60 years here. And then we've got the 2000 that took until 2013. Folks, we're in a position where this could easily happen again. We could go through one of these cycles where that market because of what it takes to get us back to break even, could take us a long period of time. I've got some people that I talk to, friends that I work with, they're believing the market could drop 40, 50, 60, some of them are even saying 90%. Now, I don't think it's going that crazy, but what if it did drop 40%? It means you're gonna need the, probably a 60 to 70% return to get back to break even. That could take years by the time you get there. And then if we have another downturn during that period of time, Four suggestions I'm gonna give you here to help you avoid this. Number one, we do need money in the market. Understand, we've gotta use that money inside the stock market, not bonds. We're not recommending that you put money in the bond market, but we do want stock market portfolio that we're gonna use for the long-term goals of our retirement. If we've got a legacy that we're wanting to leave to our children, maybe we're looking at the money we're gonna need in our 80s or 90s. Later on, when we get into those uh, no-go years, as we refer to them, you're gonna want some stock market portfolio assets. So we're gonna want some good value stocks, a good diversity of those stocks to allow us to get through this time and realize that we're probably gonna see a downturn for a period of time, but over the decades, as we allow that money to grow, we're gonna be able to get it back. And usually what our recommendation is, is this is going to be your age subtracted from 100. So if you've got a 60 year old and subtract that from 100, you're gonna want 40% in these stock-based portfolio. The second thing you're gonna to need to do, folks, is you've got to get principal protected assets. This is where you're gonna remove the bond portion of your portfolio and replace it with assets that are never gonna go backwards. And this is not your certificates of disappointment, folks. This is not your cash and savings accounts. Yes, we're getting a little higher rate of interest right now, but historically, these have not outpaced inflation. What we're talking about is annuities, fixed indexed annuities, and indexed universal life insurance. These are the type of products we're looking at. Why do we want these? From an annuity standpoint, we want the guaranteed income to provide us paychecks and playchecks throughout our retirement, but we wanna make sure that if this market turns, we don't go down with it, and when it comes back, we're in a position to be able to take advantage of all that upside. You look at the way these products have performed over the last 20, 30 years, it's the downturns where they become such a great tool because you were in a position where you didn't have to take all that loss, so therefore you didn't have to catch back up to break even. You could start right where you began when the downturn happened and begin getting those returns that continue to move forward. So we definitely want an area here. What we're looking at, folks, is your age divided into 100. So if you're a 60-year-old, you want about 60% of your assets in principal protected products. And this is all done through appropriate planning. Understand, this is why we do our risk-based planning to help you figure out how much should be in these accounts, what you should do to make these transitions, and to get you in the position to give you the most success for your overall retirement. Third thing that you should do is to delay Social Security. We talk about this all the time. Far too many of you get excited, especially if there's a bad economy, if everything's dropped off the table, thinking, I've got to get some more income going in so I can have it in a nest egg, so if there becomes more problems, I can take care of myself. We've got to stop worrying so much about the fear of missing out. We need to worry about the fear of running out or full row for retirement. Let that money set to your maximum claiming strategy. Now, if you're in a situation where you've had an analysis done and you should be claiming your benefits, if you're claiming the benefits, 
don't just delay them because I did a presentation and talked in this podcast about changes that you should do or delays you should make till 70. If you're right claiming strategies now, take advantage of that. But if you're someone that should wait until age 70, maybe wait a few more years. You're 64 and need to wait till 66. Allow that time to wait. Don't get excited. Don't panic during these periods where everything starts to change. And then the last one is, if you do have a job and you're not quite yet into retirement, keep working. Go ahead and keep bringing that money in. One of the best things you can do for your overall retirement is to continue to bring income in from your own jobs. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a full-time job. It may be a part-time job. But if you're in a situation where you could add twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year to the income you have coming in, because even with the recession, you're able to keep your job, especially those of us that are CPAs, a lot of jobs out there, our industry's way understaffed, need more and more people. Well, if we can keep that job a little bit longer, maybe one of the best things we do. And again, could be part-time. I know many of you get to a point that you want to retire, you're done, you don't like the stress, it's just too much. And I get it. I've gone through those cycles myself. But if you can get into retirement where all of a sudden you're working part-time, maybe just tax season, adding an extra twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 to your income, that can make a big impact on the overall length of your financial situation. But it can also help you emotionally. One of the things we find for many people as they get out of the workforce, kind of like having a new person, trying to figure out who they are. All of a sudden, they're getting to know their spouse again. Sometimes it can end up with some additional marital problems because they're not used to spending so much time together. End up with some mental challenges because you're not used to spending so much time by yourself, depending on what you choose to do. So work sometimes can allow you to have those social interactions. Keep your mind sharp. Definitely want to do that. We don't want to end up in a situation of having dementia or Alzheimer's if we don't have to. But uh, again, some of those are hereditary, some are just going to happen, but there are things we can do to prevent that. So as you look to the future, we hope we don't have a recession, but again, we want to prepare for these things that can come about and that we know at some time in our lifetimes are going to happen. We're going to have a down market again. We're going to have markets that are going to take 10, 15, 20 years to build back up because as we look back in history, we find that this is what's happened. So we prepare ourselves by having market-based investment having principal-protected investments, making right choices on our Social Security, and making sure that we're working at the appropriate level, whatever that is to allow us to maximize our financial benefits, our emotional benefits, our relationship benefits, our physical fitness benefits, maybe. Maybe it's helping you uh, stay fit and stay active. Whatever the case may be, want to try to maximize these things. Folks, this is today's show, a little shorter than sometimes. Uh, we usually try to go a little longer as we have other topics, but very important that we cover these things. And again, next week, we'll be back talking about other issues that are going to impact you on your retirement. But remember, sequence of return is real. These down markets that last for decades are real. You've got to make sure you're preparing for those, especially when you're a point, you're in retirement and not filling these things up, that you're at a point that you're taking the money out, not putting it back in. Look forward to seeing each of you again next week. And that's today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. The Retirement Risk Show is a production of the Retirement Risk Advisors. Our show was produced by C.R. Talene and Autumn Koenig. If you're a CPA looking for more retirement education, visit retirementriskadvisors.com.